want to welcome the coroner for Erie County, Lyle Cook. Uh, thank you so much, sir, for joining us. Uh, it's my pleasure, Joel. I uh, hope we, I can impart some, some information to everybody. Well, I think the last time we were saying on the air, the last time we had you on, it was in the middle of uh, of the uh, the COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. and you were you were seeing your data kind of bounce all over the place because at that moment, anyway, you know, deaths just as a whole were, had dropped off a cliff, is the way you described it. Right, right. It uh, uh, it's amazing because uh, over the period of, of time, you have to compare one year to another sure. from day to day, week to week, or month to month doesn't mean anything. So uh, we didn't know exactly what to make of that. Uh, the deaths uh, went way down and then all of a sudden they, they skyrocketed, which is not unusual, but it, it was it was especially disquieting at that time. And, and one of the things before we jump into the, the overdose thing, you've seen a lot of suicide too. Yes. Yes, sir. I mean, and... And is there any kind of center of that? Is it young people, old people, male, female? What are you seeing? Well, last year, for instance, in Erie County, we had 44 suicides. Uh, of those, um, 32 were due to gunshot. Wow. Um, eight were due to hanging. And then there were you know, just two and three of this and that. Uh, uh, last year, suicides were most likely committed by males 47 years old in Erie County wow. on Wednesday and Saturday evenings. And I've been asked a number of times what that means, and I said, well, there's no good TV on those nights. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, so, so they're males of a certain age. Yeah, 47. It's, uh, surprisingly, most of the cases that we deal with are middle age. We have very little in the way of high school or even college age people, because people are really worried about the mental health of our of our kids these mm-hmm. days, right? Teenagers and so on. Right, but we um, it, it's it's very unusual to get anybody, especially young. Now, mm-hmm. of course, we do get occasionally An occasional somebody, but right. But the the average was forty seven years old. Wow, wow. Wednesdays and Saturdays in male, um, and, but forty four. Pales in comparison to the number of overdose deaths, right? That's correct. Uh, last year, Erie County saw 102 uh, drug deaths. And uh, are, are almost all of these accidental, or can you determine that at all? Well, uh, we do. That's, that's part of what, what I do. Yeah. Um, we generally rule most drug deaths accidental. Okay. Unless we have significant and verifiable evidence that the person intended to take their own life. Mm-hmm. And we know that only approximately 30% of suicides leave a note. Okay. So, right. Um, and we, we'll talk to families and things. Problem is, is that uh, it's very difficult for us to get accurate information because people become very self-serving in a case like that. There's okay. guilt and anger and all kinds of things. So, uh, the the vast majority of our drug deaths are, are ruled accidental. We, yeah, and 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 it's it's um, you know we've we've kind of turned a page culturally where you'll read in the paper the obituary someone who lost their battle to addiction, right. lost their battle to 
you know, they've been they've been obviously fighting something for a long, long time. And um, do you do you get a sense that that whatever is out there right now, as you do the 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 chemistry uh, on the, the the suicide victims that not suicide, I'm sorry, to the the drug ado- uh, drug uh, abuse victims that the chemistry has changed. Absolutely. Um, Forty some years ago, when I first started in in this uh, this field, uh, the the biggest killer was alcohol. Really, DUIs, drunken driving, um, high school kids. I lived in Girard uh, in back in the '60s and '70s. Everybody went to Conneaut because the drinking age was 18. Yeah, and they would come back and slam into trees and all kinds of things. Now uh, it's so rare to see alcohol as a contributory factor that uh, uh, drugs have taken over on almost every sector. So it, uh, just to, to have one kind of positive point, it sounds like our, our um, drinking and driving mes- messaging may be working. Oh, absolutely. Um, our motor vehicle deaths, only 12% of my motor vehicle deaths last year had alcohol on board. Wow. As opposed to 47% that had drugs on board. Okay. Wow. Now how about seatbelts? Do we know? Uh, 24%. So, so seventy five percent are not wearing a seatbelt. That is correct. Okay, so that message isn't working. Yes. Oh my gosh! And we had five motorcycle deaths last year. Um, that seems down. Uh, it, it was the okay. motorcycle community has done a, a sterling job in uh, starting to police their own people. I see, and it, it's made a big difference. We worked with them, and I'm I'm proud of each and every one of them. Wow. Uh, but only one of the five had alcohol on board, two, two had drugs on board, and uh, three of them were not wearing a helmet. Okay, wow. So it, uh, but those numbers are way down. At one point, I, I think we had 17 in one year. Do you feel like 2021, um, that we were fully back as far as the, 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 you know, the amount of activity on the roads? I mean, did you see the same kind of level of accidents or not so much not not so much okay it, so it's, it was it's still kind of dropped off yeah okay considerably um and you know we're certainly 17 motor vehicle deaths i can remember one year i think it was over 60. really i mean wow. it's that much of a drop and that that's significant and we're glad to see it one one of my um my hobbies is to read the old newspapers uh on online on the on the library's website and one of the things that was so remarkable to me is, uh, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, the, the sheer number of people just crashing their car and dying from their injuries. I mean, just the cars are much more safe, it seems, right. than they were back in the day. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, over the years, uh, the breakaway uh, steering wheel, okay, the safety glass, uh, and all of these things ultimately started with coroner's investigations nationwide. Said, you know, this glass that's breaking into shards and, and cutting people that otherwise probably wouldn't have died is wrong. So they went to safety glass, and then they went to the seat belts and the breakaway uh, uh, steering wheel. Wow. And, and airbags now and things. Right. So it is so much more, so much safer. Plus the fact that we're not seeing as many 
uh, impaired drivers. There you go. Out. So, Do you have to report uh, your deaths to a database? I mean, so so that the so that the auto industry can see what's happening here in Erie County. If they ask me for it, okay. Um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Sure. Um, uh, there's a, a publication called the National Morbidity and Mortality Report that will tell you if you want to know how many people died from dog bites, really, um, in Montana. Okay. Uh, in July. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. This is the place, but it takes three years for, for oh, them to, to that come makes up sense. with that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we, we do have organizations that, that will ask us for our, our numbers, and I do the statistics every year uh, for the preceding year. Yeah. And um, and that way we can we can watch the the rise and fall of all the different types of death. It'll be interesting to see, you know, un under that timeline, it, maybe we still have really no idea the impact of excess death from COVID-19, it sounds like. We, we, have, we, have, we still don't have that, that the, the end report, if you will. No, and I don't think you'll get it. I, my office doesn't investigate COVID at all. Right. Because it's, it's, it's a natural a, death. It's a natural death. So it yeah. doesn't fall under the coroner's purview. Uh, but... Uh, and there's some questions about that too, because right. there's there's no way of proving it within a medical or scientific certainty. Is, is that right? Is the standard that I have to work to? Are, do you? So when I when I hear about the two different reporting systems, the NEDS, you're not involved with that at all. Not the, directly. No, okay. No. I don't know what the other one is. Unless they request it. Okay. Uh, uh, we have a number of groups that want the drug numbers, mostly because they're they're trying to get federal funding for okay. grants. Sure. Um, and I will be glad to give them my numbers, but we don't automatically send it out to anybody. All righty. You mentioned that 102 drug-related uh, uh, deaths, um, most all are uh, considered accidental. What What is, uh, you know, what is the... What 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 leads to a an abuse of a drug to that would be deadly? How does that happen? Well, I don't know. I, I'm I'm a, a firm believer that the average user is not aware of what what is in their purchase. So they don't even know the makeup of of whatever dose of whatever they're no. buying. No, you buy something on the street, you're taking. Bubba's word for it. Yeah. Um, wow. And you have no way of knowing. Um, and I, I, I honestly believe that a, a good number of these people would be disinclined to use it if they thought for a minute that there was fentanyl. I ran into a friend of mine from years and years ago who was a, was a drug user then. Mm -hmm. I ran into him in the store and I said, I can't believe you're still alive. Wow. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And I said, well, obviously you're not using it. Oh, yeah, I am. As a matter of fact, I've got a stainless steel septum in my nose, burned his nose out. Oh, from and I said, wow. I said, aren't you worried about fentanyl? Mm -hmm. He said, that only kills beginners. It's the ultimate high. And that suddenly opened the door for me. Why, you know, those that, are, that know what's in there is, are looking for the ultimate high. And, uh, wow. But it... It is such a strong drug that uh, you—it's extremely easy to go over the top. So, is it—is it appearing with cocaine? Is it appearing with heroin? 
How is that? What again? When you do the toxicology, mm-hmm. what are you seeing there? Well, we, we uh, my basic toxicology tests for twelve hundred drugs and chemicals. Twelve hundred. Yes. Wow. Okay. And, I mean, it, it, we use the top lab in the country. Um, every one of our deaths are what we call polypharmacy, uh, and we average somewhere between twelve and fourteen separate drugs in a person's system at the time. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they're all lethal. And a lot of times, the, the very difficult ones are sublethal doses, but in concert, they become lethal. So, so, so the cocktail becomes the right. the lethal one. And that's that's when we're really happy to have Dr. Bay, my pathologist, mm-hmm. uh, because he's much better at this than I am, naturally. But um, the uh, surprisingly, heroin is just about dropped out of sight. Is that right? Wow. Uh, we only six only six percent of our deaths last year had heroin on board. What about uh, uh, abusing prescription drugs? Do those tend to lead to ODs? I I think in a lot of cases they do. Uh, we okay. have a number of our drug deaths are people that were drug seekers, that they're well known to the emergency rooms. Uh, they they come in and they've got a backache and they want they already know what they want. And, of course, the emergency rooms are very skilled at, at dealing with that. But ultimately, I think that's, that's where this more or less started. Okay. But, uh, but again, to put them over the top, uh, were, were there, uh, I mean, nobody, nobody sets out to use and die. No, I agree. So, uh, I mean, it, but I understand that basically you could go from um, – I mean, I hear these horror stories of somebody had had the wisdom teeth pulled, right. or or they had knee surgery. They take uh, again oxy, oxy and then and then it's like they get addicted, and then they have to go to the harder well, stuff. Well, they build the tolerance. Oh, is after, that what it you is? Take it, you you become tolerant of it, so you have to up the dose until you you, uh, you get to the point where it's not working anymore, and you have to go up to the next level like methadone, and then, of course, fentanyl. And they tried to outlaw fentanyl a few years ago, and I fought it, to be honest with you, because uh, medical fentanyl is probably the kindest drug in the world. It was established to provide maximum pain relief for end of life. I see. With, with a patch and not having to use a needle. And a lot of these people, of course, at that point, are, are not able to swallow any longer, so they can't take... They can't take oral medications. And uh, the medical fentanyl, the lethal dose is uh, three nanograms per milliliter, which is one-sixth of a grain of table salt dissolved in a tablespoon of water. Wow. That So that tells you how powerful this is. Yeah. And, and that is nothing compared to what we're seeing right now. Uh, they're starting to make uh, fentanyl in clandestine labs now, and it is so powerful that um, some of it will kill by just touching with the bare skin. And this is this is what's so outrageous to me is, uh, again, whether it's the bust like uh, happened last week where the city found 500,000 doses or it's the Airbnb up on the Upper East Side there where, uh, where there's, there's a shooting match people importing it from Arizona, which obviously came across the border. Uh, I mean, 
again, there's got, but there's got to be a demand side here in the city of Erie or in the in the in the metropolitan area. Right, and that's and that's what I don't understand. Why dealers would knowingly sell their clientele something that they know is going to kill them? Yeah, and I just I don't understand that. Uh, there's, and there's how no are they rationale. mixing this? Oh, absolutely. So what is what is a typical mix that uh, you see? Generally, the opiates are a delivery system, uh, and that was historically uh, heroin, cocaine, uh, and morphine. Okay. Now, you don't see a lot of morphine because that's very tightly regulated. Uh, the heroin is dropped off of the the map, and it's it's now primarily cocaine and methamphetamine, which is being made locally. So, so they're they're making homegrown meth, mm-hmm. and then they're adding fentanyl to it. Yes, yeah, and it uh, and fentanyl, um, just about any kind, is so powerful that it will literally kill in seconds. It uh, paralyzes the respiratory center of the brain, and by the time the person hits the floor, they're already dead. Wow. It is that fast. Um, the uh, uh, the the drug that that they the spray drug Narcan yeah the Narcan has, has no effect on on fentanyl it does not no, that's only good for uh, opiates naturally occurring opiates because and again this I'm, this might be a little bit out of <laughs> with the, the topic but you're an expert I mean my understanding is that some people will use knowing that. A, you know, and and they'll use a lot, knowing that Narcan could snap them back out. Right, and uh, they'll do that multiple times. And we've heard of, of cases where there are Narcan parties. Oh Lord! Where they'll have they'll come together. You bring you bring your stash, and somebody is supposed to stay sober, and they they throw all of their Narcan on the table, and when someone goes down, they go over and spray them back up again, um, which again is just. A, I can't even mm-hmm. wrap my head around what you're thinking of. Right. And uh, and the problem is, is that uh, when when they made Narcan so available, is they sent the message that you do as much as you want, we got your back, and it doesn't always work that way. Especially again with the rise of fentanyl. Right. And so, uh, like you said, methamphetamine is went up to 35% of our, our drug deaths had methamphetamine on board last year. Um, is that 102 total deaths? Is that uh, a, a peak number or is that down? Oh, that's down. Okay. We, we were 148 a, a few years ago. Okay. So it, it has dropped a bit. Do, um, you, do you have any uh, idea why that would be down or? I don't know. There's a, you know, there's, there's a variety of reasons. Um, of course, there's a lot of talk about it. Uh, I don't know if people who are inclined to use drugs listen to much of that. Right. Um, I mean, could could we be hopeful and think that our recovery programs are working here? I, I would like to think so. Yeah. I would hope that at least one person listening to this show would think twice about it. Yeah. Because uh, you're getting it right from the horse's mouth, liter- literally. Yeah. And, um, uh, the for instance, the average age of drug deaths last year was forty-one. People, that's that's amazing. Age should know wow. better. Yes. Uh, and the the range the age range was twenty-five to sixty-two. 
Uh, three quarters were male, one quarter female. Um, 85% were Caucasian, 11% uh, black, and 4% Hispanic. Um, not that that necessarily plays into it, but... Um, well, here this, this goes to the point of... Uh, well, somebody's asking, uh, do all drug deaths go through the coroner's office? Yes. They do. Okay. Uh, Lyle, again, you mentioned that fentanyl was present in... A majority of the the deaths uh, that are drug related, right? I mean, yeah, vast eighty percent. Eighty percent of the deaths have fentanyl in them. Mm -hmm. and, and again, there's this. It seems to be this pipeline uh, of bringing fentanyl in here. And again, when we, the reason why we wanted to talk to you is we saw that uh, shootout up uh, on McClellan, mm -hmm. and we're like, okay. People are bringing sixty thousand dollars worth of fentanyl here to Erie, and again, it's it's like a cheap drug too. Yes, it is. But like, who's buying it? This is what we couldn't understand, yeah. and it sounds like people don't think that they they are even buying it, right? Nobody actually buys fentanyl. They might be buying meth, or they might be buying some kind of other drug. Right. Correct it, me on all if, that. If you if you see fentanyl, it it's almost identical. Uh, it's a it's a white crystalline powder that can't be uh, separated from cocaine or methamphetamine. So you don't, you don't really know by looking at it um, that, that there's fentanyl in there. Wow. Um, uh, so years ago, back in the 70s, when I was in college down in Pittsburgh, uh, I worked part-time for the coroner's office, and the police down there, we would go into a, a death scene, and there'd be powder on the coffee table. And their way of doing it is you lick your finger and taste it <laughs> to see, see whether, yeah. because if it's cocaine, it'll make, you know, it'll, it'll numb your lip. Yeah. Well, now we've got carfentanil that if you do that, you're going to die. Uh, so things have changed just wow. in the matter of, what, 40 years. So are they going in with hazmats these days? No, no. Okay. Uh, there hasn't been enough of it to, to really... So, they, they, but they have some kind of a test kit or something like that. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, and ultimately, no matter what we find at a scene, I'm only interested in what's in the body, not not okay. what's around it, because a lot of times the things that we find around a body isn't inside. It's hmm. because there's always other people. Uh, people, drug deaths are very rarely alone, or you generally other people there who have suddenly disappeared prior to our arrival. That's really, again, that blows my mind, Lyle. Yeah, it's, uh, you think of it as a, as a cosmic beer party. You know, you just rarely do drugs. You, you don't sit at home by yourself yeah. and shoot up or, what, you know, or snort or whatever you're doing. As a rule, generally there's at least one, if not more people, that it, were clearly there. And they will generally sanitize the scene before we get there. They'll pick up everything uh, and take it with them. You know, why waste it? Even even as they see that their friend has passed. Right. Well, that's, you know, that was his yeah. fault or her wow. fault. Wow. You know, uh, I think. But uh, so consequently, we have nothing to go on except we have to wait for, for my, my results to come mm -hmm. back. And uh, so the, the cases... Uh, are pending until such time that uh, we get those. And right now we're waiting two months. So the, the cautionary tale for, to the user is more likely than not that that heroin or that meth or or maybe even that cocaine 
could be laced with fentanyl. I would go as far to say it's likely. Likely laced, laced with fentanyl. That's correct. And and I've, I brought, there are two more drugs that we've just learned about. Yeah. Um, one of them is called uh, nitazine. It's a family of drugs. Uh, it's about 40 times more deadly than fentanyl. That's and, incredible. And that's for sale. Um, it was originally, it was invented 60 years ago for pain relief, but it was never approved. So, consequently, it's been sitting there all this time. Um, and it, again, it, it suppresses the breathing, just like the fentanyl does. And there's another one. Um, there's been a, a wave of deaths coming across the United States from the West Coast to the East Coast uh, of, of a drug called isotonazine. And I've never heard of it. Uh, I sent talks in here's a few months ago, and the lab called just out of breath that we got isotonazine in in a sample. It's the as far as I know, it's the first and only death of isotonazine in Pennsylvania at wow. this point. But it was coming across from Ohio, and uh, so the drugs are getting more and more powerful. Uh, this isotonazine is so powerful that there isn't even a lethal dose for it. Like any if, any amount. If you take it, you will die. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. You're going to die. It's and if you're willing to, uh, if a person's willing to gamble, they can do so. But, right. Um, these uh, the nitazine is is actually called Frankenstein's opioid. Um, and it's, it, I, I think they're the same class of drugs, but one's more powerful than the other. And, um, it's out there. Where, where are the origins of these drugs? Are, are these all foreign made or are any of these domestically cooked up? Well, the, uh, isotonazine, you, uh, up until recently, you could buy it on the internet. Wow. And it's, it's made in China and India. And uh, according, um. I, I don't know. There's yeah. been some rumor that a, a lot of this is coming across the lake from Canada. Interesting. Um, which may or may not be true. I don't know. We don't get involved in any of that. that right. The police, the, and the police and the drug task force have done, a, I, I think, a great job in riding herd on all of this. But mm -hmm. you can't, how do you stop it? Right, right. I, I, I want to have you build this bridge here between drug deaths and uh proliferation of these deadly drugs like fentanyl and gun deaths and so do you have what how many people died of gunshot wounds uh not self-inflicted uh last year last year um accidentally uh we had none no accidents no accidental uh gunshot wounds okay um and generally if we do it's uh it's hunting related you know that kind of right, thing. right. Uh, but we 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 didn't see any last year. So homicides is another story. Yeah, uh, of the uh, fourteen homicides we had last year, twelve of them were due to gunshot. Wow! And there was one starvation and one stabbing. Um, the suicides of the forty-five suicide deaths, uh, thirty-two were gunshot. Wow! And a lot of times we're seeing that. Drugs oftentimes play a, a, a big part in our suicides, although they, they don't come out and say it. I see. But the family will tell us, you know, they've been having all these problems, they've lost their job, 
you know, all kind it be, and it almost becomes familiar after a while. Wow. Wow. Do you see, um, and again, I, I don't know how far your office goes into all of this, but uh, it's uh, just my editorial comment would be, it seems like guns are used as currency for drugs. That's what I understand. Uh, again, as you said, we, we don't get involved in, in any of that. Um, I'm not stable enough to carry a gun, so, uh, <laughs> which I think is rather important information. Right, yeah, to have. that would be but, yeah, a level head, right? But but I, I think that there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. But we never see the guns, or very rarely, and we certainly don't touch them. The police take that, and they mm -hmm. do what they do with it. But uh, I, I have to believe that a lot of these firearms. Uh, came from somewhere else sure but that i'm i'm just guessing on that i can't can't really say how how young were some of the the homicide the gun the gun victims that you saw um last year let's see I, because rem remember we were saying that there were so many domestics right mm -hmm. and again uh this is what the police is tracking but we saw a lot of domestic right. gun violence mm -hmm. and now we're seeing that rise again of gang gun violence and so on leading to death right right and we still do see some domestic uh unfortunately we had a double murder suicide last oh, year Lord. which was uh, was just absolutely terrible um I think a lot of the, the gun-related domestics do not end in, in death. The okay. police are able to to settle settle the situation. Right. Um, we're we're very very lucky, but uh, again, our, our average age on everything is in the forties. Seriously. Uh, okay. But we don't have any anybody. So even with all the gunplay that we're seeing in the news it's very rare or at least it has been rare that someone would succumb to the that gun injury Un unfortunately that seven-year-old uh, right. was was uh yeah, in 2022 unheard, of. unheard of yeah. unheard of it um there are other reasons for children that age to die but we rarely ever see it due to gunshot right um that's that's very unfortunate but uh most of the gunshot wounds to my knowledge um or, or sublethal. They don't. They, are they don't die. Okay. They're taken to the hospital. They're shot in the back, the leg, you know, whatever. It what? Is. What? Uh, I mean, is it multiple bullets that will n normally kill someone, or is it, uh, or is it to like a like a tap out to the head, well, to yeah. the to the heart? What are we talking? It, it depends on where where the where the wound is. Naturally. Yeah. Most most head wounds are, are fatal. Are fatal. Although. There, there are certain, uh, depending on where the bullet goes, yeah. uh, there are a lot of people that survive that. Wow. It, uh, it doesn't hit any, uh, the midbrain or anything that uh, would, would immediately cause a death. Naturally, something that goes into the heart, yeah. um, uh, fracture, especially the aorta and the lungs, generally, more often than not, are, are lethal. But uh, shots to the uh, extremities, and that sort of thing rarely are. Yeah, like unless you hit maybe the main yeah. aortic artery or something. Yeah, you get the uh, iliac artery or yeah. vein or something. But um, by and large, uh, if it's a most drug-related shootings that I've investigated uh, were headshots, and okay. that means you're serious. 
Yeah, yeah. That 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 basically they're shooting to kill. Yeah, that's that's what that's all about. It's it's not that they're shooting to uh, scare somebody mm -hmm. or to send a message like they were shooting the front of houses right here a few years ago. That, those were messages, uh, as as we were told. Uh, but if they're if they're shot in the head, a lot of times in cars from the back, that that is an absolute execution. Wow. Um, there's just there's no doubt about it. Fortunately, we. Surprisingly, for the size of Erie, we really don't have the drug, the the gun deaths that they're seeing in other places it, like, yeah, like say, Allentown. Allentown, your your colleagues are are dealing with a lot more. It sounds like. Yeah, I I was president of the state coroners for two years, and of course I knew the other sixty six coroners. Mm -hmm. There are only sixty seven of us right. in the state, yeah. and we we'd sit and talk about that. And of course, Allentown was. That that's almost become a suburb of New York City. Wow! And it's just it's. it's well, I've been seeing. I guess uh, there are one and a half uh, gun deaths in Philly every day, or oh, something yeah. like that. It's really, yeah. I mean, it's really We've, gone on on a rise there. And I, uh, at one point, I think they had like sixty deaths over a, over a long weekend. Wow! It's just it's, that's those are Chicago kind of numbers. Exactly. And uh, just... we're, we're fortunate that we don't see that here yeah. more than we do. So, Lyle, to, to sum everything up, we have about three minutes left here. The uh, the idea here is that we are off of our peak with drug deaths, yet we're dealing with a different substance than maybe you had 20, uh, two, three years ago. Fentanyl was rare, wasn't it? Almost unheard of. I remember when it first came out is the patch and nobody knew what it was yeah. and as a matter of fact when the hospices moved into the home they would bring those and they would leave the the medications and things there because they were coming and going and somebody would take one and they're looking at this little innocuous clear patch with some juice in it yeah what do we do with it so they would cut them and stick it in their mouth which would cause the, their instant death Oh my gosh! They had no idea what it was. Yeah, and then they they moved from that to putting it into blunts, you know, cigars. And uh, matter of fact, we had asked one at one point, "I wonder what would happen if you smoked fentanyl." And right after that, one of our our counties that we autopsy for sent a young man up who did just that and died from it. Wow! So um, it's been a learning curve for for everybody. Uh, but now with these these high powered drugs, uh, there's no turning back. And until people stop buying it and chasing the ultimate high, mm. they they have to accept the fact that they're most likely going to die from it. So th this is just a matter of time for many. Exactly. And I hate so to, I hate, hate to say that and be yeah. a grape hanger, but that's that's the truth. And my numbers say that. Yeah, for it to go from zero to 80% of the drug-related deaths in Erie County in 2021, that tells you a huge story. Absolutely. And I don't know what to do about it. If I did, I'd be in a different line of work. Wow. wow. But uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just hoping that the word gets out. As I said, if we can save one person from what we're doing here today, it'll have been a success. Of course, we we'll never know that. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, um, and you, I mean, I mean, you're you're a 
you, you know, you come out of the 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 uh, the funeral director world, you see the devastation of the people that remain. Oh, absolutely. That and that's that's the worst part. Uh, we've I've over the years uh, I've determined that in the case of suicide, more often than not, it's to cause pain to the survivors. They're getting back at somebody. Mm. It's not so much ending their own life. And uh, I see that when they leave notes. Mm -hmm. And a, a lot of them will actually engineer who's going to find them. Um, and I mean, I, I've probably been involved in six or 700 wow. suicides in my career. And I see that over and over and over again. That I, A lot of people will end it because they... You know, some of them, we do medical and emotional right. suicides. Uh, the medical makes sense. Somebody has ALS. Uh, they, they've got a horrible uh, history coming. And, and they, make, they make the rational decision. And I, and I, can, I don't agree, but I, I understand. The other ones are generally emotional. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that are mad at somebody. Uh, you know, your girlfriend or your boyfriend left and by you're going to show them wow. or you're angry at your parents and so that they are the ones that come in and find you um and it's it's an interesting psychology yeah and you know our deaths reflect our lives and do you do you uh do you get the sense that the the drug overdose deaths are people people that are in despair or they're just pursuing that ultimate high and they just are willing to go to that edge? Well, I, th I think that's probably more uh, more of the reason. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of despair, too, Yeah. Um, just in general. Um, uh, everyone's looking for, for help, uh, including me. Mm. We can't find it. And But then when you talk to anyone, you say, well, there's no, no jobs out there. Well, there's jobs everywhere. Yeah. You can yeah. walk right down the street here yeah, there's and jobs get a job. Yeah. And so I, I think there's a certain amount of despair. Um, but by and large, they're looking for the ultimate high. Last question for Lyle Cook. D again, the the isolation and, and the contagion of COVID, not necessarily the, the disease, because you don't jump into that, but the, the, the blowback from COVID do you see any correlations? Well, I, we haven't directly seen it, but I, I think that there may be something to that. Okay. That there, there's a lot of just inherent fear yeah. because now all of a sudden everything was great all these years and now they're dropping dead left and right and they yeah. want you to get shots and the shots are killing people and, uh, you know, just all kinds of things. So I, I do think that, that that plays a part, but it, it hasn't been anything that's been overt enough okay. for us to keep track of it it's an important conversation tough conversations with you but uh you your uh professionalism and excellence really <laughs> brightens the uh the the chat uh and uh we just hope the best for our for our citizens and for our neighbors absolutely i uh if i could change all of this i would do it in a second and i'm just hoping that uh like i said somehow people will wise up and that's I hate to sound like my father. <laughs> Wise up. Yeah. You know, what are you thinking? Um, so um, hopefully uh, maybe next year these numbers, this, this conversation won't be necessary. 
that would be good news. Lyle Cook, Erie County Coroner, thank you, sir. It was my pleasure, Joel.